0: This is Gus with 103.3 The Eagle talking with drummer Jason Bonham, son of legendary Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham. You can see Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin evening Wednesday, November 14th at the Brady Theatre. Jason, how's it going?
1: Exceedingly good. Thank you very much for asking. I can't complain. I um, I get to play with several different uh, great artists and have great fun playing uh, the classics from a project that I started eight years ago as li- li- literally some therapy that you know J B L Z E as we call it, Jason Bon led Zeppelin in the evening, has grown and grown and just great to be back. We're really changing it up this year. We've got some we're trying some full length days in the views from Song Remains the Same, the full thirty two minutes of it. Oh wow. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna be going for it the set around, you know, bringing some things back, like the celebration days, the, the song remained the same, into the rain song, uh, we're even going to attempt Carus from from into the outdoor, so yeah, lots of surprises.
0: Wow, that is awesome. Hey, before we even get any farther into this interview, I have to tell you a little something. So when I started working here a couple of months ago, before I knew you and I would be talking at all, my boss told me a story yeah. about you. She told me that... Yeah, <laughs> I had a feeling you would say that. She told me that when you guys first started the uh, Led Zeppelin evening, you came to Tulsa. Yeah. And there was a fan that won a meet and greet. And so before the show, he came out and he met you and told you he used to play some drums. And you not only let him sit down at your kit and play, but you basically gave him a quick drum lesson before the show, which... I'm sure wherever that guy is now, he's still telling that story. So just so you know, aside from your musical talent, everybody around here has a tremendous amount of respect for Jason Bonham.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much. I mean, I, I'm a fan of music, and I'm a fan of everyone I work with. I feel very, very fortunate, and, and I'm very lucky. People say, oh, no, it's good. You're a good drummer. I go, no, no, hold on. I said, I still am a big fan, so when I play with all the different people, so for me... You know, I, I'm I'm just a guy that that can play drums, and if I can help anybody, anybody, um, you know, and that's why I run my own social media and I answer as many questions as I can. It's you know, I, I love this thing. I'm I mean, I never imagined being 52 and enjoying it more than I ever did. That's, that's... sober and, and, and without booze. <laughs> Hard to believe, but yet
0: amazing, man. That's fantastic. Let me ask you, how many times a day do you think you're asked about a possible Led Zeppelin reunion?
1: Um, uh, hold on. Today, I've done three interviews this morning, <laughs> so that's three today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, add another one to that list, because you know I have to ask.
1: Well, I mean, if I said, uh, oh, of course there's going to be, the internet will blow up, but then I, I, I can't lie. Um, as a sober person, we cannot lie. No, I mean, there's no talk of it. Um, but then again, I always say, they'd never tell me anyway to the last minute because they knew
0: I wouldn't be able to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that feeling well. So you, you've been talking about some of the incredible musicians you've played with, and I mean, you've played with some of the biggest names in music, like Anne and Nancy Wilson of Heart, Slash, Foreigner, David Gilmore, just to name a few. With your music yeah. pedigree, have you ever worked with anyone that you've been awestruck by?
1: I mean, on a regular basis, just when you're working... For me, and I say this, you know, when I started working with Sammy Hager and Michael Anthony, it took me back to when I was 17. I went to see Van Halen at Donington Munsters of Rock Festival and, and saw the 1984 tour. And Mikey was up there with his Jack Daniels bass. So to be in a band with him is kind of really weird. It's very surreal because when you're the young kid, You'd never imagine that I'm one day going to be in a band with that guy and and then working with with Sammy and I I jammed with him like 20-something years ago and never got a call back. And then all of a sudden I've now been part of the band, the circle with him for four years and we've just finished a new album. Um, I mean, Phil Collins is one that still is a I get very starstruck, And I was just with Phil uh, recently. Uh, I've got to know Phil over the years. He even hired me for a while as his drummer. So that was a huge honor, to be hired by one of my heroes as his drummer. That's the top of the cake. That beats everything for me.
0: That's incredible. Uh, Now, you talk about being the new guy or being the young guy in the band. When that Zeppelin reunion concert in 2007, which is often referred to, by the way, as the most anticipated concert of all time, you were obviously the new guy. Were you nervous? What kind of pressure were you under? Or was it just like playing with old family friends?
1: I mean, you know, of course, rehearsals go great, and you're playing as good as you ever want to be. But of course, when you come to the show, you just hope that you can have a relaxed, easy gig. And and one of the things we did was we rehearsed. Every, Every day we rehearsed, we always played the first three songs. We'd start the day, and then we'd move on to different songs. But we always did the first three songs. But it was a theory that I said, if we can get around the first turn without a crash, then we haven't got to recover for the rest of the, of the race. Because that could happen, you know, you can make a blunder or make a mistake, and then you spend the rest of the gig convincing yourself that it's okay, that you can push past that. Huh. And so that was that was it. By the third song in, by Black Dog, I could tell that I was relaxed because I started to add different things into what we did do in rehearsals. So um, yeah, for me, um, yeah, if, if you watch it, in my time of dying, to me is I am in the zone. I mean, I'm comfortable. I'm having fun.
0: That's great. Is Robert Plant basically the only reason that Zeppelin reunion isn't happening?
1: Uh, no, I mean there's a there's a lot more to it than that. I think Robert gets uh, gets a, a, a bad. Uh, rap for that, there's a lot of deep, 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 meaningful stuff, which really um, is, is wonderful, you know, from what they said uh, all those years ago, and Robert once said to me, you still take it the wrong way, Jason, he goes, you know this stuff better than anybody, I know, and you can play it better than ed- anybody that's alive today, he goes, but your dad was such an integral part, he goes, it just would never be the same. And and I, and I get that. You know, I, I get it. Um, I, I, his love for my dad was very, very strong. as all of them. Um, and now when we look back, it's 11 years ago since we did the O2. You know, it's a... I, mean, I know we take time in between gigs, but this is ridiculous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm sure you wouldn't spill any secrets like you said earlier, even if you had them, but... Do you expect anything other than the book to come out to celebrate Zeppelin's 50th anniversary? Like, have they been calling you to check for your availability?
1: No, they know my availability, I always said. They just have to show the blimp in the sky and I go like the backbone. For now, I I will celebrate the music, uh, their music with my little project in between between playing with Sammy and and hopefully doing another Black Country Communion album uh, at some point and I think, you know, this is uh, a lot of fun. We're gonna, I've got to take it around the world. Yeah, I went to Australia, New Zealand. So, uh, to come back through uh, to the Brady and, and, and a lovely place. I, I do love that that area. So, look, I'm just looking forward to a show. I'm looking forward to a, a good three-hour show. So, go to the bathroom before we start.
0: <laughs> that is welcome advice. Do you know if, if either Page Plant or Jones have ever seen the Led Zeppelin evening? I'm sure they have. I'm sure the
1: internet... I can't imagine them never looking. <laughs> yeah. All I say is this, every now and again, when I put up something that's really, really, really good, and I only post, when I post up, I feel it's good, I'm very critical, it's weird. That's the only one that ever gets done for copyright sound infringement by Warner Brothers. Now that's the greatest compliment in the world, because they're actually saying that you are playing something from Led Zeppelin that you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be playing. Huh. So, they think it's the real thing. So, that's the greatest compliment in the world.
0: It's the rare case of somebody being happy to hear from a lawyer. Is that what you're telling me?
1: Well, well when it gets taken down for copyright infringement, that's the only reason because they think you're playing, you're using a Led Zeppelin song. So, uh, I don't, and it's not, it's us playing it. So, it's the greatest compliment ever when it gets taken down that's great
0: i'm hoping you can actually help me and somebody else solve a bet here that we have you've played with both joe bonamassa and jimmy page not that you can go wrong with either one of those guys but if you had to rate them in order which one of those two is a better guitarist
1: uh, you got to innovate you've got to go for innovation so you've got to go innovation and creativity all around uh, jimmy page uh, joe is a phenomenal guitar player and, and can do many different things that probably jimmy can't do but just for the fact that it's like who came first, the egg or the chicken? For me, it's got to be the innovator. Jimmy was the man, you know. Um, I mean, Jeff Beck. If I had to rate guitar players, I mean, Jeff Beck is is an amazing guitar player. But I don't uh, in, in accomplishment, producing and arranging and all of that that Jimmy did and the songwriting that has to go to the top of the list also.
0: Yeah, hard to argue with that logic, although no answer you gave there would <laughs> would have been really arguable.
1: You yeah, know. Joe is a phenomenal guitarist, uh, and a great, very shrewd businessman, very wise, great ability to play, uh, great singer. So, he has many pluses, but, you know, I gotta go with family, you know what I mean? I gotta go with the family.
0: <laughs> it's hard to argue with you, brother. I never would anyway, but it'd be hard to argue with that one. We've talked briefly. You mentioned some of your other projects, but can we expect any new music from Jason Bonham and friends anytime soon?
1: Well, yeah, The Circle, um, uh, Sammy Hagan, The Circle with me, Mike Anthony, and Big uh, Johnson. A new album will be out uh, at the beginning of the year uh, with a tour to follow. We did a uh, brand new um, music. Uh, I collaborated a little bit on that, too. And, and I must say, uh, I think uh, the fans are going to be very, very, very pleased. It's a great concept, and um, I can't talk too much about it, otherwise Sammy will call me. <laughs> but uh, wait, I mean, the drum sound that Jamie, the engineer that got for me, is is phenomenal. So I'm, I'm very happy. Uh, very, very happy.
0: I've been talking with Jason Bonham, son of legendary Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham. You can see Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin evening this Wednesday, November 14th at the Brady Theater. Jason, I'll see you at the show, buddy.
1: Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing
0: you too. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.